The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. The weekend has arrived. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Saturday, January 13th, 2024. Saturday of the first week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle two. Saturday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the optional memorial of St. Hilary of Poitiers. He was born in 315, raised a pagan, converted to Christianity when he met his God of nature in the scriptures. His wife was still living when he was chosen against his will to be the Bishop of Poitiers in France. He was soon taken up with battling what became the scourge of the fourth century, Arianism, which denied the divinity of Christ. When Emperor Constantius ordered all the bishops of the West to sign a condemnation of Athanasius, the great defender of the faith in the East, Hilary refused and was banished from France to far-off Phrygia. Eventually, he was called the Athanasius of the West. While riding in exile, he was invited by some semi-Arians, hoping for a reconciliation, to a council the emperor called to counteract the Council of Nicaea. But predictably, Hilary defended the church, and when he sought public debate with the heretical bishop who had exiled him, the Arians, dreading the meeting and its outcome, pleaded with the emperor to send this troublemaker back home, and Hilary was welcomed by his people. Hilary died in 368. St. Hilary of Poitiers, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. God, you know the desires of our hearts for authentic peace, justice, and love. I offer you my prayers, thoughts, words, actions, joys, and sufferings today, together with Jesus, who continues to offer himself to us in the Eucharist, who continues to reveal himself to us in the poor, the oppressed, the marginalized, the unborn, the most vulnerable in our world. May your Holy Spirit be my guide and my strength today so that I may be a witness to your love, your justice, and your peace and to the sanctity of each human life. Together with Mary, our mother, sister, and friend, she who carried the Savior in her womb with all the communion of saints, and with all of us who offer ourselves to you for the good of others today, we pray, amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that the Holy Spirit may help us to recognize the gift of different charisms within the Christian community and to discover the richness of different traditions and rituals in the Catholic Church. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with a profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins, and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Lord, sometimes getting an appointment 
with a local doctor is a miracle in and of itself. Of course, it differs from place to place, but in some parts of the world, simply managing to speak to a doctor seems like a great feat in and of itself. It can be challenging at times to find the right doctor. Maybe go through periods of illness at times and not quite knowing what exactly is wrong with us. The first port of call might go to kind of a general doctor who will ask us some basic questions about why we aren't feeling well or maybe changes in our lifestyle that have brought about this kind of sudden illness. And this illness can usually be a bit of a mystery to us. But sometimes that doctor might be left scratching their head and they suggest that we go to see a specialist. That can be a challenge in itself, getting to the right doctor who's able to target the pain or target the problem with the effective knowledge or even the resources that are at hand. Sometimes it can be a challenge getting people to go to the doctor. How often have you said that you're not feeling well and somebody says, maybe you should go and speak to a doctor? And your instant reaction is, oh, no, 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 I'll not bother. Either because it is a bit of a bother to us to go to a doctor, or we hope that we'll just be able to get better by ourselves, that we'll be able to just struggle along and then hopefully, maybe with a good night's sleep or with some little bit of medication, that we will suddenly be feeling better. Yes, indeed. Getting the sick to the doctor can be a challenge. Now, all of this because you'd say to the disciples of the the Pharisees who challenge why you're eating in the house of the tax collector Levi, why do you eat with tax collectors and sinners? They say, it is not the healthy who need the doctor, but the sick. I did not come to call the virtuous, but sinners. And sure, whilst the sick need the doctor, sometimes getting to the doctor is a challenge in and of itself. And maybe the paradigm has shifted, even in our own time, that it is really the sick who need the doctor. The doctor sometimes might have to go in search of us. Maybe that's what it was like for Levi too. If you take into account his sickness or his sin, why was it that he didn't go and sort it out sooner? Here you have this man sitting up in the northern part of Israel at this tax desk, probably despised by all of the people who he had grown up with, certainly the people of his own race and religion. Levi, a name which denotes that this man is from a priestly tribe. And yet, why isn't he in Jerusalem assisting the priests or offering the sacrifices in the temple where you hope or expect the Levites might be? Instead, this man is offering sacrifices to the Romans, the sacrifices of ordinary people who are being forced to pay sometimes exorbitant taxes in order just to survive or to live. Indeed, how did he get this far? Maybe a few choices in life that went awry. Maybe he set down a certain path and it didn't work out and so he ended up being a tax collector. Maybe he wanted to be a tax collector from the start because he thought he would be able to gain more personal benefit out of it. Whatever it is. Sometimes these little sicknesses that we have in our soul 
can be difficult to get out and we don't really seek the help that we need whenever we really need them. A little bit like when we're not feeling well, but we don't really want to go to the doctor because we don't want to bother the doctor or because we just hope that we'll get better by ourselves. But more often than not, when we have a kind of a sickness in our soul, we don't just get better ourselves. In fact, that sickness makes us even worse. And if at times the symptoms might clear up, the illness will not be completely healed. And so we might find that if we have little aspects of our life that really need the Lord's healing, His divine mercy, that it can spread to other aspects as well. Maybe we don't start treating others as well as we could whenever we have failed to treat ourselves in the manner that God wishes or desires, or when we don't lift up our hearts in prayer to Him. Things can fall apart a little bit, and we unravel a little bit at the seams. That's when we need the doctor. That's when we need the healing that only God can give us, which is His grace. I'd say most often we are able to access that grace through the sacraments, through the sacrament of confession especially. Because where we have that sickness in our soul that is being caused by sin, that's the only way to get rid of it. By going to confess our sins and receiving the forgiveness that Jesus gives to us through the priest. Now if we return to the problem of the sick person that doesn't want to go to the doctor, Maybe we see it very clearly when we think of the confessor. We don't want to go to confession because we don't want to expose our illness. We don't want to expose the sinfulness or the faults or the feelings that we have to another. And yet, how are we going to get better without it? Sometimes we have to just summon the courage and we have to make our way to the doctor. But it can be easier to do sometimes in groups. Maybe it's easier sometimes to get a medical checkup whenever you are going with somebody else or whenever your work asks you to do it or whenever you have to do it for some particular reason. If we can encourage others to go to confession because we want to go ourselves, then maybe it might make it easier for that person that's really struggling to get across the threshold, to enter the box and to reveal the sicknesses to the divine physician. Here we have Jesus coming in search of Matthew. Levi, and all of those that he invites to his house in order that they can enjoy the company of the Lord, but also Jesus, that they can receive your mercy. Because it's not just a a social gathering, because an encounter with you is life-changing. And these tax collectors and these sinners are only there because Levi's life had been turned around by his encounter with you. Follow me, you said. And he got up and followed you immediately. And he begins by following you, by gathering others as well, that they can have this this life-changing experience of being healed, of being put on the right track, of coming back home to where we're supposed to be. In the sense that Levi, sitting way up here in Galilee, counting all of this Roman tax, he's brought back to where he should be, by you, Jesus, and he's restored to the place of divine worship, which is the obligation of the Levites, whenever he starts to bring other souls to you. And he puts you at the center of his life. And his whole life becomes orientated around you, Jesus, and bringing others to you. Exactly what he should have been doing in the first place. So here's the kind of the whole process of healing 
And it's a healing that then becomes communal. He wants others to experience the same kind of healing that he has in his life. But the Pharisees can't see that. They're standing on, looking on from the sidelines. Kind of like walking past a hospital and seeing all of the sick people in it. But if you don't have that same sickness, what's your experience of that? How can you really understand what it is to be healed? Unless you, first of all, have got some sort of understanding of the sickness yourself. They need as much healing as Levi did from you, Jesus. They needed as much healing as all of those sinners and tax collectors that were gathered at table with you. They didn't know their need of it just yet. Just like sometimes we don't go to the doctor because we don't know the need of it for our particular illness. So help us, Jesus, to get the help when we need it. Help us to help others who maybe need a little bit of a hand on that journey to come closer to you and to receive your healing. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you have communicated to me during this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. And by now you know that you'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app.
your Saturday wake-up call is a rousing version of the old hymn Praise to the Lord, the Almighty, the King of Creation from Nathan and Christy Knuckles. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Saturday, January 13th, Saturday of the first week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek, and we join with the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him, singing for joy. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Know that He, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to Him. We are His people, the sheep of His flock. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Go within his gates giving thanks, enter his courts with songs of praise, Give thanks to him and bless his name. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Indeed, how good is the Lord! Eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu 
himself like a little child will be greater in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever Whoever humbles humbles himself like like a little child will be greater in the kingdom of heaven. O Lord, my heart is not proud, nor haughty my eyes. I have not gone after things too great, nor marvels beyond me. Truly, I have set my soul in silence and peace. As a child has rest in its mother's arms, even so my soul. O Israel, hope in the Lord, both now and forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, gentle and humble of heart, you declared that whoever receives a little child in your name receives you, and you promised your kingdom to those who are like children. Never let pride reign in our hearts, but may the Father's compassion reward and embrace all who willingly bear your gentle yoke. Whoever humbles himself like a little child will be greater in the kingdom of heaven. With simplicity of heart, I have joyfully offered everything to you, my God. With simplicity of heart, I have joyfully offered everything to you, my God. O Lord, remember David and all the many hardships he endured. The oath he swore to the Lord, his vow to the strong one of Jacob. I will not enter the house where I live, nor go to the bed where I rest. I will give no sleep to my eyes, to my eyelids I will give no slumber, till I find a place for the Lord, a dwelling for the strong one of Jacob. At Ephrathah we heard of the ark, we found it in the plains of Urim. Let us go to the place of his dwelling. Let us go to kneel at his footstool. Go up, Lord, to the place of your rest, you and the ark of your strength. Your priests shall be clothed with holiness. Your faithful shall ring out their joy. For the sake of David your servant, do not reject your anointed. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. With simplicity of heart, I have joyfully offered everything to you, my God. The Lord has sworn an oath to David. His kingdom will stand forever. The Lord has sworn an oath to David. 
His His kingdom kingdom will stand forever. The Lord swore an oath to David. He will not go back on his word. A son, the fruit of your body, will I set upon your throne. If they keep my covenant in truth and my laws that I have taught them, their sons also shall rule on your throne from age to age. For the Lord has chosen Zion. He has desired it for his dwelling. This is my resting place forever. Here have I chosen to live. I will greatly bless her produce. I will fill her poor with bread. I will clothe her priests with salvation, and her faithful shall ring out their joy. There David's stock will flower. I will prepare a lamp for my anointed. I will cover his enemies with shame, but on him my crown shall shine. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, you chose to suffer and be overwhelmed by death in order to open the gates of death in triumph. Stay with us to help us on our pilgrimage. Free us from all evil by the power of your resurrection. In the company of your saints, and constantly remembering your love for us, may we sing of your wonders in our Father's house. The Lord has sworn an oath to David. His kingdom will stand forever. Come, consider the works of the Lord, the marvels he has created on this earth. From the book of Sirach. Now I will praise those godly men, our ancestors, each in his own time. The abounding glory of the Most High's portion, his own part, since the days of old. Enoch walked with the Lord and was taken up, that succeeding generations might learn by his example. Noah found just and perfect, renewed the race in the time of devastation. Because of his worth, there were survivors, and with a sign to him, the deluge ended. A lasting agreement was made with him that never should all flesh be destroyed. Abraham, father of many peoples, kept his glory without stain. He observed the precepts of the Most High and entered into agreement with Him. In His own flesh, He incised the ordinance, and when tested, He was found loyal. For this reason, God promised Him with an oath that in His descendants the nations would be blessed, that He would make Him numerous as the grains of dust, and exalt his posterity like the stars, that he would give them an inheritance from sea to sea and from river to the ends of the earth. And for Isaac, 
he renewed the same promise because of Abraham his father. The covenant with all his forebearers was confirmed and the blessing resting upon the head of Jacob. God acknowledged him as the firstborn and gave him his inheritance. He fixed the boundaries for his tribes and their division into twelve. From him was to spring the man who won the favor of all, dear to God and man, Moses, whose memory is held in benediction. God's honor devolved upon him, and the Lord strengthened him with fearful powers. God wrought swift miracles at his words and sustained him in the king's presence. He gave him the commandments for his people and revealed to him his glory. For his trustworthiness and meekness, God selected him from all mankind. He permitted him to hear his voice and led him into the cloud where face to face he gave him the commandments, the law of life and understanding that he might teach his precepts to Jacob, his judgments and decrees to Israel. Hear, O Israel, and carefully keep what the Lord has commanded you. And you will know that that the Lord your God is a faithful God, true to his promises and and merciful to all who love him. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your strength. And you will know that the Lord your God is a faithful God, true to his promises, and merciful to all who love him. A reading from a letter to the Corinthians by St. Clement I, Pope. God's blessing must be our objective, and the way to win it our study. Search the records of ancient times. Why was our father Abraham blessed? Was it not because his upright and straightforward conduct was inspired by faith? As for Isaac's faith, it was so strong that assured of the outcome, he willingly allowed himself to be offered in sacrifice. Jacob had the humility to leave his native land on account of his brother and go and serve Laban. He was given the twelve tribes of Israel. Honest reflection upon each of these examples will make us realize the magnitude of God's gifts. All the priests and Levites who served the altar of God were descended from Jacob. The manhood of the Lord Jesus derived from him. Through the tribes of Judah, kings, princes, and rulers sprang from him. Nor are his other tribes without their honor. For God promised Abraham, Your descendants shall be as the stars of heaven. It is obvious, therefore, that none of these owed their honor and exaltation to themselves, or to their own labors, or to their deeds of virtue. No, they owed everything to God's will. So likewise with us, who by his will are called in Christ Jesus. We are not justified by our own wisdom, intelligence, piety, or by any action of ours, however holy, 
but by faith, the one means by which God has justified men from the beginning. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. What must we do then, brothers? Give up good works? Stop practicing Christian love? God forbid. We must be ready and eager for every opportunity to do good and to put our whole heart into it. Even the Creator and Lord of the universe rejoices in His works. By His supreme power, He set the heavens in their place. By His infinite wisdom, He gave them their order. He separated the land from the waters surrounding it and made His own will its firm foundation. By His command, He brought to life the beasts that roamed the earth. He created the sea and all its living creatures, and then, by His power, set bounds to it. Finally, with his own holy and undefiled hands, he formed man, the highest and most intelligent of his creatures, the copy of his own image. Let us make man, God said, in our image and likeness. And God made man, male and female he made them. Then, when he had finished making all his creatures, God gave them his approval and blessing. Increase and multiply, he charged them. We must recognize, therefore, that all upright men have been graced by good works, and that even the Lord himself took delight in the glory his works gave him. This should inspire us with resolute determination to do his will and make us put our whole strength into the work of living a Christian life. The Lord our God is strong and faithful, true to his promises, and merciful to those who love him, and, and to, to all, all who keep his commandments. For those who love God, everything works together for good. And, and to, to all who keep his commandments. Let us pray. Attend the pleas of your people with heavenly care, O Lord, we pray, that they may see what must be done and gain strength to do what they have seen. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Jesus explains why he hangs out with those of less than stellar reputation. It's in today's Gospel in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I see 
Wow, that is Carrie Underwood performing in Ryman Auditorium in Nashville, How Great Thou Art. I first saw her when she was a contestant on American Idol. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek, and in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord calls Levi, who is also known as Matthew, and then explains why he eats with tax collectors and sinners. It's from the second chapter of the Gospel of Mark. He went out again beside the sea. All the crowd gathered about him, and he taught them. As he passed on, he saw Levi, the son of Alphaeus, sitting at the tax office, and he said to him, Follow me. And Levi rose and followed him. As he sat at table in his house, Many tax collectors and sinners were sitting with Jesus and his disciples, for there were many who followed him. And the scribes of the Pharisees, when they saw that he was eating with sinners and tax collectors, said to his disciples, Why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? When Jesus heard it, he said to them, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I came not to call the righteous. But sinners. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are available on the relevant radio app.
Our Saturday musical tribute to our Blessed Mother is from Josh Blakesley with his version of the Lord's Hymn, Immaculate Mary. I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app, and we join the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The dawn is sprinkling in the east. Its golden shower as day flows in. Fast mount the pointed shafts of light. Farewell to darkness and to me ready to welcome you, my God. Dawn, Dawn finds me ready to, to welcome you, my God. I call with all my heart. Lord, hear me. I will keep your commands. I call upon you. Save me, and I will do your will. I rise before dawn and cry for help. I hope in your word. My eyes watch through the night to ponder your promise. In your love, hear my voice, O Lord. Give me life by your decrees. Those who harm me unjustly draw near. They are far from your law. But you, O Lord, are close. Your commands are truth. Long have I known that your will is established forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Save us by the power of your hand, Father, for our enemies have ignored your words. May the fire of your word consume our sins and its brightness illumine our hearts. Dawn finds me ready to welcome you, my God. The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing him praise for he has become my Savior. The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing his praise, for he has become my Savior. I will sing to the Lord, for he is gloriously triumphant. Horse and chariot he has cast into the sea. 
My strength and my courage is the Lord, and He has been my Savior. He is my God, I praise Him, the God of my Father, I extol Him. The Lord is a warrior. Lord is His name. Pharaoh's chariots and army He hurled into the sea. At a breath of your anger the waters piled up, the flowing waters stood like a mound, the flood waters congealed in the midst of the sea. The enemy boasted, I will pursue and overtake them. I will divide the spoils and have my fill of them. I will draw my sword. My hand shall despoil them. When your wind blew, the sea covered them. Like lead, they sank in the mighty waters. Who is like to you among the gods, O Lord? Who is like to you, magnificent in holiness? Terrible and renowned worker of wonders, when you stretched out your right hand, the earth swallowed them. In your mercy, you led the people you redeemed. In your strength, you guided them to your holy dwelling. And you brought them in and planted them on the mountain of your inheritance, the place where you made your seat, O Lord, the sanctuary, O Lord, which your hands established. The Lord shall reign forever and ever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing his praise, for he has become my Savior. O praise the Lord, all you nations. Oh, oh, praise the Lord, all you nations. Oh, praise the Lord, all you nations. Acclaim him, all you peoples. Strong is his love for us. He is faithful forever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, will, and be will be forever. forever. Amen. God our Father, may all nations and peoples praise you. May Jesus, who is called faithful and true, and who lives with you eternally, possess our hearts for ever. O praise the Lord, all you nations. A reading from 2 Peter Be solicitous to make your call and election permanent, brothers. Surely those who do so will never be lost. On the contrary, your entry into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ will be richly provided for. I cry to you, O Lord, for you are my refuge. I cry to you, O Lord, for you are my refuge. You are all I desire in the land of the living. For you are my refuge. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. I cry to you, O Lord, for you are my refuge. Lord, shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies 
from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death. Let us all praise Christ in order to become our faithful and merciful High Priest before the Father's throne. He chose to become one of us, a brother in all things. In prayer we ask of Him. Lord, share with us the treasure of Your love. Lord, share with us the treasure of Your love. Son of Justice, You filled us with light at our baptism. We dedicate this day to you. Lord, share with us the treasure of your love. At every hour of the day we give you glory. In all our deeds we offer you praise. Lord, share with us the treasure of your love. Mary, your mother, was obedient to your word. Direct our lives in accordance with that word. Lord, share with us the treasure of your love. Our lives are surrounded with passing things. Set our hearts on things of heaven. So that through faith, hope, and charity, we may come to enjoy the vision of your glory. Lord, share with us the treasure of your love. Now let us offer the prayer Christ has given us as the model for all prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation. But deliver us from evil. Lord, free us from the dark night of death. Let the light of resurrection dawn within our hearts to bring us to the radiance of eternal life. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Hey, we're in ordinary time, and that doesn't mean it's just 
plain old ordinary time, ordinary in this instance, refers to the order and number of weeks. And it's only going to last for a little while because this year we have a fairly early Lent. Ash Wednesday comes up on February 14th, less than a month away. So enjoy your Saturday, get your chores done, but be sure to keep on praying. Morning Air, the Saturday edition, is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the Relevant Radio app. You go out and make it a great day and a great weekend and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.